Walking outside is a healthy thing to do. But most of the time, 90% of the time, we spend indoors. And are you aware that according to the EPA, the indoor air that we breathe is two to five times more polluted than this outdoor air? My sponsor, Air Doctor, has the solution. And by the way, they're offering you up to $300 off. I'll give you some details in just a moment. Air Doctor filters out 99.99%. That's almost perfect. Things in the air that can cause problems like allergens, pollen, pet dander, dust mites, mold spores, even bacteria and viruses that could make you sick. Here's the thing. Air Doctor comes with a 30-day breathe-easy money-back guarantee, so if you don't love it, just send it back for a refund minus the shipping. Head to airdoctorpro.com, use the promo code WALKING to receive up to $300 off air purifiers. And exclusive to podcast customers, you'll also receive a free three-year warranty on any unit, which is an additional $84 value. Lock this special offer by going to A-I-R-D-O-C-T-O-R-P-R-O.com and use the promo code WALKING. Walking as Fitness is sponsored by BetterHelp. Walking can help with anxiety. Being out in nature can lower the feelings of anxiety. But if you're feeling anxiety or more, wouldn't it be good to get to the root cause of that, what's actually causing this, and to learn some positive coping skills? As helpful as it is to get out and take a walk, you can't do this all day long. If you're thinking about therapy, I want to invite you, to encourage you, to give BetterHelp a try. It's entirely online, designed to be convenient, flexible, and suited to your schedule. Just fill out a brief questionnaire to get matched with a licensed therapist, and you can switch therapists at any time for no additional charge. Take a moment. Visit BetterHelp.com slash walking to get 10% off your first month. That's BetterHelp, H-E-L-P, dot com slash walking. Today's 10-minute walk is helping you keep the fitness promise you made to yourself, and we'll add another link to your growing fitness chain. Walking along a wooded trail that is near our home, And I've mentioned this trail before, and I probably misrepresent what this actually is. Wooded trail would indicate that I'm walking through the woods and there's this this small path that's probably wide enough for maybe two people to walk along. And of course, with a wooded trail, there's rocks and sticks and leaves, and it feels very much like a hike instead of a walk. Well, this really isn't that at all. I've got trees on both sides. Most of these are pine trees. To the left of me as I'm walking, the trees actually are somewhat thick. It kind of looks like a like a forest or a woodsy area. To my right, the trees maybe go for 20 feet. They're really not that thick. And on the other side of the trees is a fairly new business. If you've been listening for a while, you 
heard through most of last year the sounds of construction. Well, that was the construction site as they were building this business. And even as I'm walking now, it's still early in the morning. But the lights from the business are shining onto this trail. So it's not exactly secluded. And so that's the state of the trees as I'm walking through. And you can hear the leaves that have been here for a while. The path itself is essentially a small dirt road, very compact dirt. Although when it rains, there are some areas that can get somewhat muddy and that can be a little bit of a... <laughs> I don't know if it's dangerous, but I have walked through here before sunrise and it was dark without a flashlight and stepped right into the puddle of water and the mud is like, oh my. So have, have you ever thought about the person who delivers your mail? My guess is, depending on where you live, more often than not, they deliver it from a vehicle. I don't even know if they deliver it on foot anymore. And if so, where that happens. When I was growing up, that was the only way that mail was delivered. The mail carrier walked, walked through the neighborhood, carried a satchel and would reach around and grab the next chunk of mail, most often letters and bills, very few packages. And they would put those in magazines and they would put the mail in the mailbox and then move on to the next house. And I used to watch our mail carrier walk through the neighborhood. And this was before fitness mattered to me. This was before walking was a fitness activity. But I used to watch the mail carrier walk through the neighborhood and think that would be so much fun. And then as a young adult, the first house, the first couple of houses where Ava and I lived, the mail carrier continued to deliver the mail on foot and the pressures and stresses of work were such that I would again watch the mail carrier and think, yeah, that would be a great job to have. Just me walking alone, not having to deal with people. How much fun would that be? <laughs> and then we moved to our last house in Maryland and we lived on a main road and our mail was delivered by vehicle and over the last handful of years 10 years or so I can't remember seeing anyone who actually delivers the mail by walking and maybe they do and maybe that still happens in quite a few places and I just haven't seen it but I do distinctly remember watching the mail carrier and thinking that that's a job I would love to have. But what about other jobs that actually require a lot of walking? Would I enjoy those? Welcome to Walking is Fitness. This is a podcast of action providing a little extra motivation to help you keep that fitness promise you made to yourself. Hi, I'm Dave. So what about jobs that require a lot of walking? Recently, I was in Washington, D.C. with my son, one of my sons, and his wife, who's from the Philippines, and she hasn't been to D.C. all that often in her life. And so we were in D.C., we were walking around, we were enjoying the sights, and ended up in the U.S. Capitol and took their tour, the tour of the U.S. Capitol building. I don't know how big the group was, maybe two dozen of us, 
and there were quite a few tour guides who were helping with these tours. It was kind of high tech. We were given these headphones and the tour guide had a little microphone and so we could hear what the tour guide was saying even though we weren't right next to him because the capital, the acoustics, were just terrible. He was fun, he was funny, and he did, I imagine, through the course of the day, an awful lot of walking around. And it's like, that actually would be a pretty cool job. Now, you have to en- you have to enjoy your subject. You have to enjoy talking to people and being entertaining and compelling and interesting. But you're getting a lot of steps in as a tour guide. And I thought, yeah, that would be, that'd be a cool job. We've got a young woman in our neighborhood who is a professional dog walker. And we will see her walk by the house with different dogs. She's out walking the dogs. And if you enjoy dogs and enjoy walking, that could be a fun job as well. Working in a restaurant, either as a chef or a server, you're getting a ton, a ton of steps. Now, I've never worked in a kitchen, so I am speaking not from knowledge, but just a limited amount of cooking I've done in our own kitchen. And there's an awful lot of moving around. Rarely am I just standing. I'm going from one counter to the next, to the pantry, to the fridge, to the sink. These aren't long walks, but there are a lot of steps. Now, the server, of course, is walking longer from the kitchen to the table, from that table to the next table. So at the end of each of those shifts, if you have a step tracker, probably got an awful lot of steps on that tracker. Groundskeeper, cutting grass. Again, not a job that I've had as an adult when I was a teenager. In my early teens, I made money cutting several different lawns in the neighborhood. But it was only three, and I don't think I ever did more than one a day. But each one of those lawns, again, this was well before Fitbits, each one of those lawns probably would have put a number of steps on my Fitbit. And even once I got my Fitbit cutting my own lawn in Maryland, we had a half acre and reaching those step goals on the days when I cut the grass, cut the lawn was was pretty easy. And I didn't have a riding lawnmower. In fact, I, not true, back up, put the words back in my mouth. I did have a riding lawnmower and I used it twice and didn't like it. It's like this isn't nearly as much fun as walking and cutting the grass and getting the exercise and getting the steps. But if that's what you do as a full-time job, landscaper, groundskeeper, you're putting a lot of steps on your Fitbit. And then working in a warehouse. You can be moving quite a bit if you're doing that. Good friend of mine as a part-time job. He was a police officer, retired, took a part-time job in a warehouse putting together packages so they could be shipped out. This was <laughs> this was a friend of mine who, when I was walking 20,000 steps every single day, he was like, nope, that's not for me. My goal is 200 steps a day. It was like he was the antithesis of Dave. Well, he started working in this warehouse and wearing a Fitbit, 20,000 steps. And he he told me this with pride. I'm getting 20,000 steps a day now. And he actually really enjoyed it. So yeah, there's some fun jobs, some jobs that require a lot of moving, movement. Probably of the, the ones that I listed, 
the job that would have the most appeal to me right now would be tour guide. Would be finding something that I'm interested in, that I'm knowledgeable about, that I could communicate to others and and do that while I'm walking. That would be a lot of fun. In fact, as I think about it, maybe that's what this podcast really is. <laughs> It's a tour guide through life while we walk together 10 minutes every day. I'll be back tomorrow. That's my commitment to you. I walk every single day, and I would love to have you join me for another 10-minute walk. In the meantime, I hope you have a great day.